Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS number 328358. Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. People need to understand this is not a typical downturn. At a certain point, we will get the spread of the virus under control, and at that time, confidence will return. Now, your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. I'm not going to do anything rash or hastily. I don't do that. But the country wants to get back to work. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 Studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about time about. for Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. All right. Well, hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mortgage Matters. Thanks very much for tuning in. And uh, yeah, it's a this is a new episode. It's the first one of the new year. And uh, I've got Mike Points and Dan Podesto on the line. If all the technology is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Jason. How are you guys? Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Mike. Doing I'm pretty happy, well. healthy, happy, healthy, terrific. Yeah, first show here in four since since before Christmas. Um, yeah. Has anything happened? Anything exciting in the news? I or? got a I got a music <laughs> contract after that twelve days of Christmas. Uh, I uh, yeah, we know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Um. Yeah, Dan. There's some new stuff. Um. There's a new some president happened in the last few weeks. Yeah, there's a new president, and uh, what else here? Um, oh, is that enough? That feels like a lot. Yeah, there's a new year, a new president. Uh, yeah, lots of changes. I think before we dive into the show, I just from the sporting world want to send my condolences to the Aaron family. Oh, One of the all time greats, Henry Hank Aaron, passed away today, Friday, the day we're recording the show. And uh, it's kind of a sad day, man. He's For sure, just an absolute icon in baseball and in life. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, just a game an changer, amazing man, a game yeah. changer. Yeah, no a doubt. Major, a lot of those major baseball players were, for lack of better words, flamboyant and lived hard and died young. And he did a great job, just. Being a well, he made it life. to 86 or 4, 86, 80, 86, 86 yeah. yeah. That's a, I mean, yeah. that's a decent run. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy to make it to 86. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll tell you one of the things, <laughs> you want to know something that's new for me? Um, I, I think yeah. I, I mentioned this on the, on the show sometime a month ago and i know it was one of the episodes where i was talking to points but um you know around all the election time with the economy and the covid and the shutdown and just the the new coming shutdown and how everything is starting to feel like oh the light at the end of the tunnel is you know dimming i moved a whole bunch of investments over to a cash position 
And now I have this problem of, okay, well, when do you go back in? I don't know what to do. The stinking Dow's at 31,000, and I have no idea, obviously, what direction anything is going in. Um, Are you still in a cash position? Yeah. I don't know. Jason. What do you do? I feel like we have discussed this very scenario. I want you to know, Dan, I'm embarrassed (laughs) by my decision. Um, the, I thought about it good and long and hard and I still made a bad decision. It went against most everything I've ever read or heard and things I've advised other people to do. And now I sit here just like, you know, and I know what's going to happen too. If I go move back into the investment world, it's all, this is when it's going to mark the downturn. So maybe I'll just do you guys a favor and just stay in cash for a little while. I don't know. I, I will tell you, like I would tell anyone, you should put your money back into your investments <laughs> and stop even thinking about it. You're too young to even think about it. Yeah. You know what I was thinking though? I mean, first of all, I just, I still, it's a head scratcher to me. Um, you know, you got the government sitting down talking about scratching up a couple trillion dollars more for bailout money and you know there's just oh there's so much economic trouble all around us and i just thought maybe after the election maybe we have to sober up and come to grips with a new year new budgeting have to be like hey we're gonna have to figure out now how to pay for all this stuff we've been writing writing checks for for the last year um you know and, and it's not like the government had any good control over the money before that but it just feels like there isn't 31,000 good reasons in the economy right now. And so I just figured, hey, you know, if all this stuff does go down, maybe the market corrects 5 10%, something, that would be a good time to hop back in. But it's, it's a terrible game plan. Um, yeah, yeah, and there's very little point to it. Way too young to worry about it. Um, it's just it's just foolish. And so here I am. I'm stuck. It's like, did you ever play double dutch when you were a kid when they swing the two heavy <laughs> jump ropes? I can't get the courage to jump back in. I'm going to get hit in the nose with the rope. That's what's going to happen to me. So, well, anyway. we've got, like you touched on, we've got all this deficit spending over the last however many years. We're coming out of our second crisis in a decade, or hopefully coming out, pulling up out of our second crisis in a decade, where we had to spend tons of money to, you know, salvage the economy as best we could. All that spending, all that extra money in the system points to inflation and not just housing. Stocks are likely to benefit from that as well, as we've seen. Yeah, Yeah, asset inflation across the board. Everything but the dollar. (laughs) Well, that's why I think gold and silver is where you should put your money now. That's, I would tell you Bitcoin, but you probably missed that one. That's uh, that's gone through the roof and then some. Yeah. Well, I'm it, buy an ice cream truck and drive around. <laughs> I think I'm just going to buy it all. I'm going to put it all into cruise line stock, man, because when those guys get going again, that stock's going to go through the roof. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good thing this is not an investment show. Yeah, and please, please, if I haven't already proven this in this brief uh, opening segment here, do not ever listen to me for any kind of investment advice whatsoever. Uh, this, this, it's not good. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, and then coupling along with this conversation, we talk a little bit about interest rates. Um, 
you know, we had, so sometime right around the election, um, and then, well, yeah, kind of shortly after the election, I'd say all the way up through that January 6th electoral college certification process, we saw interest rates having a little bit of upward pressure. Um, we moved away from the lows of like the two and a half 30 year fix. And it was scooching up towards two and three quarters, um, starting to see some, you know, some of the 20% down scenarios were starting to price close to 3% again. Um, and now really that we've been trying to get that back for the last couple of weeks, it's been getting better. Um, so I see now interest rates like heading back into that, you know, two and five eighths ish range. So interest rates are really good. Um, and, you know, I, Mike, I, I don't know if you and I have really had a meaningful conversation since the new year. I mean, for what it's worth, same with you, Dan. It's We've all just been so busy, but um, my desk is absolutely blowing up with activity, and I got to imagine um, you're experiencing the same thing. I've got, I've got, in the last week, five purchase transactions, yeah. uh, and I, I'm going to have... I'm, I'm going to have the best quarter I've ever had in this business in 2021 and the first quarter of the year, which is typically a slower time of year. And it's not just because uh, the interest rates are getting better. It's because, honestly, everyone else that has been sitting perched, kind of not, not convinced that it's worth it to get a refinance, has finally come out and said, I might as well do it now. Yeah, I think when you see rates bounce up, like you were describing, Jason, that's always a reminder to people that this environment doesn't last forever. Right. And that if there is any little bit of benefit, especially over the course of, you know, potentially 30 years of living in a home, that you got to do it while it's here. And and so this might have got the fence sitters moving a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. got... I actually put in four purchases this week, which is um, just since Monday, and that's a that's a gangbuster pace. I mean, they're, um, I mean, I am not used to having that much stuff come together in one week on purchases. There's just not a whole lot of purchase volume around, you know, especially because, in January. Yeah, when there's like there's nothing new being listed. Yeah, or this is the new. time when people start really considering. I mean, we all know that the summer is true home buying season, but right now you've got people thinking about making some moves before tax time. Um, and also, I think this year is shaking things up a little bit too because you use used to not want to do th stuff this time of year because the kids are in school and you're going to have to move schools or whatever. And I feel like the, a lot of the people I've been talking to too are saying, well, that's not, that's not something even needs to be considered anymore. The, the kid's school is happening in the dining room. So right. it's sort of shaking up some of those seasonal rules to some degree. And, um, you know, well, it's also, it's also because more so than we've ever seen since 2006, this is verified by Redfin in their outlook for 2021 is new construction is here. It's like no longer just dirt and foundations. It's covered buildings ready to be moved in in the next two to three months. Yeah. So clients are, you know, they're listing their house to buy that house or they're making sure they've got their ducks in order in a row for closing on the new home. So we're seeing that activity as well. Yeah. 
And, you know, quite frankly, I'm just going to just selfishly plug Central Coast Lending. We did a great job last year through what felt like drinking water out of a fire hydrant (laughs) and getting loans done in a reasonable amount of time where some of our major competition institutions and mortgage brokered firms were taking 90 to 120 days to close a loan. And we were not sleeping, but we were closing those loans in 60 days and impressing people along the way. Yeah. You know, and as you bring that up too, I wanted to remind everybody too, that, um, you know, it, the mortgage industry is inundated. That's for sure. So every escrow agent, every appraiser, um, every notary, every loan officer, every loan processor, every underwriter has been grinding pretty hard now for, I mean, almost, almost a year. It's been busier than usual. Um, it's just been a grind and we're doing everything we can. And I know a lot of the listeners of this show do business with us and have some refis that either just wrapped up or maybe in process and understand that, yeah, things taking two months is extremely unusual for us. Um, we're used to closing refinance loans in less than 30 days. Um, and it's just, there's such a, a big volume right now that we, just don't have the manpower to do that. And it's not very feasible to be able to train people and uh, to fill those seats. So consequently, some of the timelines got pushed a little bit. The big point that I want to make is a few fold. Number one is we've been doing, and Dan, you really have your finger on this, but we've been doing a bang up job of protecting our clients from lock extension fees. Um, yes. Nobody's got that complaint. Um, and I've heard that complaint at other places where, Mm -hmm. you know, you straddled the end of the year where they had that refinance fee get tacked on of a half a point and lots of banks trying to sort of renegotiate at the end of their lock term and, or charge, um, hefty extension costs. We've not done any of that. And, um, so if you, if you have done or are in process with us for refi, yeah, it might be a little bit, you know, it feels like it's taking a little while, but we're protecting people financially from any of those costs, um, which I'm proud of. And the second part of that that I want to say is that we have dedicated staff to purchase loans. And I don't think enough people really realize this. I got asked by a client this week who's who's looking at about a two month refi turn time with us and said, well, I've been thinking about buying a house, but if it takes you guys two months to do this loan for me, I'm not sure that that that's going to work in this market. And I said, whoa, let me, let me just set the record straight here. We have dedicated staff, a whole nother process for any purchase loans where we're, we're prioritizing those obviously in front of the refis. Those have contract deadlines. Those, need to be able to close and, you know, in some of them are closing in 30 days. If that's what the contract says, then that's what we do. Um, and so don't have to worry about that. If, if you are hearing this now and you're contemplated buying a house, um, you should know that we're ready for that. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother lane that you're going to be in with us where we're going to be able to meet those deadlines. And I just can't stress enough that we need people to know that, that if you're going to do a purchase transaction, um, that's something that's unique to us right now. I've heard horror stories about other companies that are really struggling with, um, 
you know, a 120 day turn time for a refi or more, and then purchases just in an inability to get them done in less than 60 days. And that's obviously not okay. If you've got a contract that demands specific performance sooner than that. Yeah. Throughout, throughout this entire period of time with the heavy volume, the COVID, you know, limitations of people being able to be in offices and stuff, we've, We've managed to close, you know, all the 30-day escrows. We've even had a few escrows that were, you know, purchase loans where they were 21, sometimes even even less, like, two, you know, two and a half, three-week closes. Um, we've been able to accommodate those. And and really, we have, we have several different lanes. I like how you put that, where clients fit into. Purchases are in the, the far left lane, you know, the carpool lane. They're, they're zipping on by, getting things done by contract date. And then you've got refinances that are split into a couple different lanes, depending on the ease of the refinance. Some refinances don't require an appraisal. Borrower's not getting any cash out. They just they have a, you know, a, a salaried job where they just get a, you know, once or twice a month paycheck that's consistent every month. Those those things are in like the middle lane, and then you know in the slower lane you've got the the tougher refis, and and so we're we're just figuring out how to manage it all accordingly. And I don't know the best way I can describe it is back in the day when we went to movie theaters, the theater might be full. When the theater ends, you don't just instantly go from your seat to your car. You have to wait in that line to get out of the theater, walk down the hallway, get out the doors. That's kind of what we're experiencing in the mortgage world right now. Yeah. Well, if you want to eat some popcorn, (laughs) (laughs) it made me want to go to the movies. Darn it. Yeah. I would love to go to, I would go see any movie right now. It's been a minute since we could go to a theater and sit down and watch a movie. Um, and you know, may, maybe that's coming. I know yesterday I talked with a client, um, that was over, over the age limit. I forget right now. I think you got to be over 75. They're vaccinating you here, but he got his first shot yesterday and was pretty excited about it. And so I'm optimistic yeah, that once awesome. we get this stuff out and working that, uh, we can maybe get back to that place where, uh, you know, and you know what? Let's put a little energy into it, you guys, um, so that I can go to baseball in in, in <laughs> yes. April or May. I, I need to go to a baseball game this year. Um, Mike, you were on a yes. flight last year to spring training, and it got canceled when you were there, right? Didn't that happen? I was boarding the plane and got a notification from MLB.com that the season was called off. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's been my a wild already, year. My dad, who is like a simple guy, very simple guy, was already – landing in arizona so i had the choice of leaving him there and just getting off the plane and walking back to my house which is like three minute walk from my house or going to arizona and you know helping my dad have some fun and get back i chose the the latter because i'm a human being but um yeah it, it was it was so weird you got all these people with baseball hats and you know Hawaii. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> nothing to do in Arizona. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's time to do a uh, first commercial break here of the hour, and uh, we'll take some time out here to thank the sponsors. So, 
going to stick you on hold for a minute while I do these commercials, and we'll be back in just a minute here with more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. The mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending will be back in just a few minutes. It's time to make a change. Get lean and efficient in time for summer with Kennedy Club Fitness and AM Sun Solar. Schedule your free consultation with AM Sun Solar, and you could win a one-year membership to Kennedy Club Fitness. That's right. Get entered to win a one-year membership with Kennedy Club Fitness when you schedule your free solar consultation with AM Sun Solar today. AM Sun Solar is your local solar company providing exceptional service since 2001. Call us at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Loan. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 32834. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Loan. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 32. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 Loan. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 3283. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11. If you missed any part of the show, check out the podcast at centralcoastlending.com. Now, back to the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Yeah. 
All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, thanks for being with us. And um, hey, Mike. Yes, sir. You you sent me some notes earlier, and um, seems like we one of the things that we always like to do in this new COVID world in which we live is discuss. Uh, the delinquencies and um that as it relates to covid so what's the update there uh the update there is hold on i had another article open Uh oh i'll be fine so uh updates there are that um in december the year ended with 1.5 million more delinquent mortgages and 1.7 more than were, uh, that were seriously delinquent. Um, if you guys watched the news at all today, the new president Biden signed into executive order that none of these foreclosures can be acted upon um, by banks. So, you know, I think this is going to continue on and on until we really. Did, was there a timeline to that, Mike? I don't think he presented that because he was in front of a press room. I think I, think I read March. that it just got extended through March. So yeah, I saw I, this morning language that says March. I saw this morning that they had extended the um, forbearance plan on student loans through September. And mm. so I figured, you know, coming along pretty quick here would be an announcement about mortgages um, and, and the foreclosure activity there. So, yeah, even towards March, which would... <laughs> About hit a year mark um it feels like that might be something to watch this year though huh um how many of these delinquencies are just getting extended kind of kicking the can down the road and then at some point are these people um you know back to work making money or or are they gonna be forced to maybe sell some of these homes i'm pretty interested to see how this all works out um, we know through anecdotal evidence that s some, I don't know what percentage, but some of these delinquencies are strategic in nature. It's not that people have necessarily needed the relief, but they have, because it's available with no questions asked, they have it's just... It's like the PPP loan. Exactly. So it's just folks have elected to not make payments because they think they're able to and they're getting like somehow it's a deal or something um so it'll be interesting to see how many of these people are good at budgeting and able to catch their loan back up to current when the extension stop and it is time to repay and catch up because that will be the time that we see the true uh you know the, the true delinquency rate that occurred through covid because those will be the folks that have trouble catching their loans back up and right. then how those loans are treated is another wild card out there are are the you know for are the forgiven payments going to be added on to the end of loan balances and terms extended or are are banks just going to move forward with foreclosure I, it'll be really interesting to see how that's all handled I wonder what happens in the housing market too. I mean, if you have, let's say you have a rental property and you have a tenant in there that's unable to pay their rent, the state's made it to where you can't do an eviction. 
And so mm-hmm. you're hanging on. If you've got a mortgage, then chances are you, you know, if you need to, chances are you could put that into forbearance, right? And not have to mm-hmm. pay the mortgage payment. But you still have this issue of maintenance, insurance, taxes. Um, and then what happens at the end of that term too? Um, as the landlord, your if your loan payments stopped, you may end up with you know needing fifty or sixty thousand dollars to come up with or tack it onto the end of your loan or whatever. But do you get to then go after that tenant for the missed rent for the last year? Um, Great point. Just yeah. hard to imagine. Then also, I mean, I've talked to a couple people too that their game plan was uh, part of the retirement income was to own uh, real estate that was owned free and clear, so there was no debt service on it, and the rent then would be income to live off of. Well, there's no mortgage, so that's great. You don't get to get a forbearance, but now the tenant's not paying uh, rent. So now the income's missing for those people that made that part of their plan. Um, And, you know, I mean, going forward, um, I really hope this is the last pandemic type of thing that we ever have to face, but chances are it's really not. Um, and so it'll just, it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds and what it means for the future, um, and getting, getting through it, you know, I, unfortunately probably for next time. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's the last one of our lifetime, but yeah, I mean, they, they seem to come around every hundred years or so, at least to this kind of, kind of degree. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this all shakes out, how much of these delinquencies strategic in nature and we'll be able to be caught up and how many of these are uh, truly folks who've had a really hard economic time during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how this all is working for the average Joe at some point they take three or four months, don't make a payment and they think everything's going to be fine. And then the next thing they know their employer reduces their wages. I've been pre-approving, a couple of engineers at a firm that are taking 80% of their normal salary right now. And so even if they went back on and did a refinance because they want to get the better, lower interest rates, they don't really have the ability to just pay off. They haven't saved up money during these, these downward pressures on their, their salaries to, to pay off the back due interest. So they have to roll it into the new loan. And when they do that, they get, it depends on where central coast lending takes the loan. They could get some pushback and not even close the loan. Mm. And, and also I think it's important to say that, you know, there are people that are making these payments that are just like, you know, hard working individuals that are not going into delinquency because they just don't think it's the right thing to do. And if this continues on, I mean, their house is just not affordable for them anymore. So those types of houses are going to start loading into the inventory as well. Um, I'm not saying foreclosure. I'm just saying people are starting to realize that the four bedroom, three bath house is just not affordable anymore with their new work situation. Well, I think most state employees got a 10%. It's a temporary 10%, but a 10% reduction in pay. 
Um, and yeah, I've heard of other firms where, I mean, I was talking to one of the nurses, um, at one of the local hospitals here who was saying in her department, um, one of the things that they did was kind of get together and figure out instead of cutting everybody's work and hours by, you know, down to a 30 week, 30 hour work week. Um, they, they sat down in the department and said, well, who has an economic need that they need to work 40 hours a week? And is there anybody else that feels like they don't really need to, and would thereby, you know, reduce their hours voluntarily to allow another person to stay on full time. So there's a lot of, you know, just in different industries, there's a lot of ways that this is impacting even the people that are still working. So pretty wild. Um, I can't wait to get this all behind us. Um, in the interim though, I read today that pretty quick here, we're, we're going to be advised to wear two masks. My hope was (laughs) to wear no masks, but now we're going the other way. We're going to end up having to, to put two of them on to go out. Interesting. I did not read that. (laughs) No, it's coming. You watch. Interesting. It's going to be the new norm. Got to get your, got to get, you have two masks on under there, son. (laughs) Just get in front of the curve and put on three. And then you'll be walking through the grocery store and have people passed out on the floor because they got the third mask on. Mm. Yeah. So, so we're learning that we don't come here for investment advice or medical advice. (laughs) That's what we've learned, right? Only mortgage advice. I'm not kidding. I read this morning that (laughs) the recommendation is coming that we're, we're pretty soon here. We're going to have to wear two. I'm not making that. Okay. You didn't, you guys didn't see that yet. No. I don't know where you're getting your news from. Ditto. Um, And when Trump left office, bad news, you guys, everyone that's looking in here, he didn't pardon Joe Exotic. I really really (laughs) wanted that to happen. I thought he should, but he didn't. Um, I read an article, too, though. I mean, as long as we were on the topic here, um, Black Knight did a um a report again i mean they do they update this pretty constantly but they said um over 16 million refinance candidates are still out there um these are people that meet the eligibility criteria to be able to refi and that their interest rate is greater than three quarters of a point higher than current market so um, I'm going to say, and that's a national number, right? And I, I, we talk about this every now and again. I'm going to bring it up again. Um, that old adage that you need to save a whole point in interest on your loan in order to make a refi make sense is not, you can't just accept that as blanket true. Um, some of you can, if you've got a loan, that's $150,000, that's probably pretty good advice. Um, and really what, The point of that kind of logic and guidance is you got to watch out. Most refinances, I'm going to argue, have closing costs of about $3,500. So if your loan is going to save you $300 a month, that's a no-brainer. You're breaking even in 10 months. You should run, not walk to get a refi. Now, in order to save 300 bucks a month on lowering your interest rate, you need to have a pretty high rate and or a high loan balance. If you have a $150,000 loan, 
you know, you drop your your interest rate by a whole percentage point, you're really only going to save $100, $150 a month, and now you're extending out how long it is to break even on that. So you have to consider that, right? The point is there's a relationship between cost to do the deal and then what the savings is ultimately going to be over time and try to find a break-even point. I know when I counsel my clients, um, I like to see a break-even point generally less than, um, and this is a little bit of a moving target, but I'd say um, the no-brainer mark is at 24 months or less unless you believe you're moving. If you're going to break even on a refi in 24 months or less, it usually is a no-brainer refi. Um, the 24 to 48 month break even point is, you know, it's up to you. There's some savings there. It takes a while to recoup it. And if you sell the house in four years or refinance, you know, in four years, then you really didn't do yourself any favor. You, you kind of just did a deal and, you know, yeah, you saved a little bit of money, but you grew your loan amount. It's not great. And then if your break even points greater than 48 months, there's not much of a point to refi unless you're a hundred percent certain you're going to be in this house for 30 years or something close to it. So, um, around here, when you've got a loan amount, I mean, Dan, have you done the numbers yet on what our average loan amount was last year? Uh, I, I mean, it's right around 400,000. Yeah. So average loan amounts around here being at the 400,000 mark, you don't need to save a whole point in order for that to make sense. Um, so nationally, Black Knight saying there are 16 million people that could qualify and their rate is three quarters of a point higher. Um, so I would say for people around here as just another good refresher, if you've got an interest rate that's higher than three and a quarter, um, it's worth looking into. Um, some of these refis we're putting in, um, and like I said, I've been busy. I've already done, I think I just put on my 17th application so far this month. Um, feels pretty busy for a January to me. Some of these that I'm putting in have interest rates that are over 4%. Um, it's kind of mind boggling. I want to ask these people like, where have you been? What have you been doing? 4% is pretty high and we've been well below that for a while now. Um, but those make for some really interesting presentations, right? When I go, well, you're going to get 2.625 coming from the four, you know, you're saving some, some pretty meaningful money. Some of these people have a break even point of five, six months. It's kind of crazy. Um, so if you're listening to this right now, if you've got an interest rate over three and a quarter, you should probably reach out to us um, and let us talk you through uh, whether or not it makes sense to do a refi. Um it's break time, fellas. So gather up what you want to talk about for the final segment. We're going to be at that in just a couple minutes here. So we're going to take a pause here, play the commercial loop again, and we'll be back in a minute with more Mortgage Matters. Stick around. It's time to pay some bills. Mortgage Matters will be back in just a few seconds. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. It's time to make a change. Get lean and efficient in time for summer with Kennedy Club Fitness and AM Sun Solar. Schedule your free consultation with AM Sun Solar and you could win a one-year membership to Kennedy Club Fitness. That's right. Get entered to win a one-year membership with Kennedy Club Fitness when you schedule your free solar consultation with AM Sun Solar today. AM Sun Solar is your local solar company providing exceptional service since 2001. Call us at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. 
Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 32833. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 32. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley and Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 low the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 3283. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 with your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. That was the we final. Back. That was the final commercial. So you don't got to worry. Now we'll get all the way to the end with no more commercials. Um, I was reading during the break. I was reading here, um, Mike. You mentioned this earlier, but new construction is um, looking pretty good. Really good, sir. Really good. In you, fact. You uh, you've been on the board now of the uh, Home Builder Association, right? The local Home Builder Association. Am I using the right right. right nomenclature there? 
uh, the Home Builders Association of the Central Coast. Yep. And um, have you guys been able to have any meetings lately? Uh, we're all Zoom. All Zoom. Just Zooming it. Um, yep. So what's so what's the state of the state? The state of the state is uh, we have 13 builders in the association that would be considered, you know, development builders. And seven of them are like maxed out on what they can do in a year. Um, the other ones are doing more infill projects. Everyone's got plenty of work and not enough time to do it in. And it's, it's this culmination of, you know, the calling of housing that's been just eminent for for years we've talked about it on this show we just don't have enough units the the permit departments and municipalities easing up sacramento saying you got to build more houses to make this affordable so we're just seeing all of that come together and actually become an actual tangible house this year if you drive down old orcutt road or johnson road in san luis obispo right now you can't keep your car clean from the dust coming off <laughs> of all. I of thought you were going to say you can't recognize it. We've got roundabouts and beautiful homes everywhere. Um, we do. There's we an do. article today. Um, existing home sales reached the highest level in 14 years. Um, suggesting that the super low interest rates and then also work from home people have got the time and interest in, um, you know, but it's putting a little effort into improving their, their work environment. <laughs> if you're at home now, you either really love where you are or it's becoming ever more obvious that you're in a place that you wish was different. Um, but to, it's interesting to see that during the pandemic that you have existing home sales. So this is a the previously owned home, not a brand new home, but having yep. existing home sales hit the highest level in 14 years is pretty impressive in the middle of a pandemic, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not in spite of the pandemic. It's because of the pandemic. Um, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Also in that same Redfin article, I read that outlook for 2021, I mean, they're just one source, but they, uh, the economist for Redfin who was originally working at Yahoo as their economist. So pretty, pretty seasoned said that we will see 70% home ownership this year in America. That is hard to believe. Um, yeah, I mean, average is 64%. So. Yeah, that's the like average since they've been keeping this record. And I think... Um, I mean, I didn't see the article you saw yet, but I know that we were tickling an all-time high before the financial crisis of 08, and it hit like 64% or something. So that's a pretty bold prediction to say that we'll make it that high to 70%. It's just, yeah, so let's say we missed the mark and we hit 67. It's, it's interesting sure. to me that, that we would have that much ownership. Um. But back onto your point of new construction, I think it's important for our listeners to understand that, you know, that inventory is, it's not like, it's not like Sacramento here or like, uh, you know, suburbs of Los Angeles where 3000 units are going in. We're going to see probably a hundred units next year come up. It'll be completed, maybe 150, but they're going to continue to come up for the next three to four years. So 
as you have, you know, children in the area or you yourself are, are ready to maybe uh, upgrade your home, it's important to know that Central Coast Lending has a lot of relationships with these builders. Many of these builders have what's called a preferred lender. You're going to have to go in and you're going to sit with that preferred lender really to make sure that the lender that they trust, know and like has actually seen your income, your assets and says, yes, they can get a loan. You're not forced or required or have to do business with those preferred lenders. We actually encourage you here at Central Coast Lending to come sit with us afterwards so we can show you a different approach to maybe how this house can be purchased. You know, it's, um, that's a, Mike, that's a great point. It's one of my favorite things, actually. Um, I love getting the opportunity to run somebody through my process after they saw another lender's approach to it. Um, it really helps to you, you to stand out in terms of the product offering, the different ways of thinking about things, the way that you can educate and involve a consumer in that, that discussion. Generally, um, the feedback that we get is that we, uh, we just do it different and better than other people do it. Also, there's never really been a time in my short history, you chime in, Jason, if it's been different, but usually it's like one track. Like, for example, in, 2004, in 2014, it was Sarah Meadows, right? And now it's South Moros, it's Noveno, it's Rigetti, it's San Luis Ranch on the way, it's stuff up in North County with Midland Pacific Builders, Toscano. So you can sit down with us and get pre-approved for a range, go to all these places, sit through their required pre-approval meeting, but have good insight on why it may make more sense to do a $780,000 home instead of maybe a $725,000 PUD. Sure. You know, yeah. and you know what else too is, you know, as you're saying that, Mike, I, to be honest with you, the new construction component to the housing balance here on the central coast, it's been a non-issue. You know, it's inconsequential. Any tracks that do happen seem to get built up. You know, they're few and far between. They get built up nice and quick, and it, it doesn't ever really move the needle. And I do feel like it's a little bit different right now because a consumer that wants to buy a new home has a lot of options today, um, and not just a lot of options scattered around the county, but in most cases there's a lot of options even within one city of the county. There's just, yeah, it feels like there's a fair amount of, of opportunity around to go find something. And it, every, every bit does lead to, you know, people selling the house they're in, uh, which is freeing up one more house while that new one gets built. Um, you know, the other thing that's interesting, too, is that a few years back, a lot of the people we had that were wanting to buy homes that already owned a home were really interested in retaining that home and making it a rental. And lately, most of the people that I've been running into want to buy their home and sell their other home. Uh, and I don't know if that's just a function of wanting, well, you know, wanting you know to get the house payment as low as possible or just believing that the real estate market is um, you know, high-valued, which makes it a good time to sell. I think it's because they've had those chips on the table since 2012, 13, 14, and 15, Jay, and they've seen them stack up. And the only way to get a new house in San Luis that starts at like 740 
is to cash in those chips and get that mortgage back down to a $500,000 mortgage. Yeah. And, or just get some money off the table, right? If you've got, yeah, if if you own some real estate right now, it's been a good run. There's a lot of money made. It's not a bad time to, to go ahead and sell. And, um, you know, and I don't, I'm not at all trying to suggest that I think that real estate is overvalued or facing correction. In fact, I still don't believe that um, in any way. And, you know, it, it's always economic uncertainty and economic hardship that cause problems within real estate. But one of the things that is seems really true right now is that rents have been going up too, and they're going up dramatically. And around here, the, you know, finding a rental property is scarce too. So you've got, um, you know, a lot of people just doing whatever it takes to make it work to be a home owner because um, being a tenant is not much cheaper. <laughs> to your point, Jay, we've, you know, looking at the macro picture too, we've got the Federal Reserve who has expressed their intent to let inflation run. They want to see inflation exceed their target. They want it to exceed their target for an extended period of time. All the chatter I hear on all the economic channels and blogs and websites is that they expect the run of appreciation and housing to continue for the foreseeable future years not not months i mean we're talking years still and um and i i don't see why those forecasts would be wrong um given the environment here well, Fannie Mae came out with their forecast here recently they expect uh year over year home sales this year to be stronger than last year which was a very strong year um so for all those reasons i i think that yeah just it's the bull market will continue in housing. It feels like we can only go up from here. <laughs> Let's get the rest of the economy open, you know, get every back, everybody back to full earning. And, um, you know, makes me feel like there's a, there's a bright spot in the future that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I want to take this opportunity as we wrap up the show here to let everybody know, um, if you want to buy a house, if you want to buy a first house, we really enjoy working with first-time homebuyers. We want to run you through our process and show you what your options are and help you understand it. If you think you're going to be ready in the next months or year, uh, reach out. Let's um, let's get a dialogue started, get you pre-approved. If you've got an interest rate that's higher than three and a quarter as you're listening to this show right now, um, give us a call. Let us just make a pitch to you. Um, we'll do an analysis and see if it makes sense. Um, in some cases, we've got people right now that are refinancing into shorter term loans, taking this drop in interest rates as an opportunity to, to get into a 20 year or 15 year loan. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons to reach out. If you've got mortgage insurance that you need to get rid of, uh, we can give you some advice about how to do that. Maybe it's with a refi. Maybe it's just with some known strategies to get rid of it. Uh, but in any case, we'd love to hear from you. You can call us this week. One number rings all of our locations. It's 805-543-LOAN, which is 5626. So call us at 805-543-5626. You can also find us on the website at centralcoastlending.com. It's a great start point if you want to go soak in some reading material there figure out what's going on um, find a loan officer fill out an application centralcoastlending.com um, 
Mike, Dan, thanks much for taking time out. I know you guys are swamped. We're all busy. So appreciate your help on putting an episode together today. And uh, we'll do it again. It's been fun. That's right. Thanks, guys. All right, everybody. Stay safe and healthy and go get those vaccines as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. We'll be back next time with more Mortgage Matters. Thanks for being with us.